Welcome to Check, Please, the D&D podcast thing. Last time, our brave heroes arrived at the ruins of the Telig Manor, only to have the area somehow transform into the pristine estate that it once was, and for Soul to be confused for a young noblewoman. What strange secrets does this manor hold for our adventurers? So y'all go into the foyer here of the house, and inside, you see uh, uh, Elise has walked you inside the room. The butler's in there as well, and uh, the butler will take any coats or backpacks or anything. Because you, you know, you guys are adventurers; you have a lot of stuff with you. He I'll offers... hand my belt over, I guess. Not okay. that I have that much. I'll keep my liar on me, though. Gotcha. So uh, he I'll be stows, right here. He stows all of that over here in this part of the room. Sorry, I missed something. What is he taking? Anything you Coats. don't want to carry. Coats, heavy items, backpacks, things of that nature. Oh, no. Uh, we, are, uh, <laughs> we are fine. <laughs> uh, I have my own companion to take care of that for me, but thank you. Oh, very, very well. So, uh, Enlise walks you guys on into the next room. Leave an old man <clears throat> to his staff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait a minute! What, what is he? What did he say? Um, Leave an old man mm-hmm. his walking stick or walking staff. There we go. There we go. Yeah, called. we're all, all right. standing back here while Sol is waiting in the front door. Sure, and uh, and and Lise has walked into the next room. And well, I'll follow her because it would be weird to just stop. <laughs> okay, you follow her, and there is a number of other people standing in the room. Well, shit. <laughs> I say, after you, Lady uh, Caroline. Thank you, Vera. I'm so glad you're so courteous. <laughs> uh, I keep uh, walking with behind Levette now for some reason. Um, <laughs> Levette just I kicks just kinda... the door. <laughs> Levette just has like a power walk. <laughs> does, walks really fast around taller people. There's a power move. Okay, so, uh, yeah, as Lovette walks into the room, uh, the four new people uh, see Lovette and are sort of semi-confused and disappointed for a moment. Just, just oh, a no. short little moment. And then they see uh, Sol walk in behind Lovette, and they're all just, they're all ecstatic. Hello, everyone! Did you miss me? Well, we don't have to ask that. It's pretty clear as I did. That's pretty clear as the one they missed. Come on, Levette. <laughs> don't I mean, be I don't such even a doubter. Know, I don't even know who these people are. It's just kind of... It was just, Why didn't she come over here with the rest of the group? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nailed it. Okay. Hello! So, uh, um, the people around the room ask for introductions, and uh, names are exchanged. Uh, and this appears to be Lady Magdalene Telic, Lord Bernhardt Telic, and then two brothers... That both seem to be slightly younger than Anne Lise. Uh, the older of the two introduces himself as Duncan, and the younger brother introduces himself as Tristan. So I'm gonna guess that the Telic family from the old Telic house are in fact not from the future. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't don't go spouting crazy talk here. <sighs> it's so good to see all of you again. How it's things been while I've been away? Oh, they they said there's plenty of time to catch up, but I'm sure your 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 life has been far more exciting being at the academy. <laughs> um, yes, uh, I. It's been quite <laughs> enchanting. Um, uh, I've been doing um some experimenting here and there with just new <laughs> things. Just wanted to learn all that I can while I'm there, you know. Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> that uh, uh, Lady Magdalene makes a joke that uh, that is the uh, the purpose of that academy. That's why it costs so much. She oh. shoots a sideways <laughs> glance at Lord Bernhardt, who just laughs. <laughs> yeah, very comfortable. <laughs> but they say, oh, there's there's plenty of time, but. We'll have the servants prepare a special min- uh, special dinner for us. So in the oh. meantime, let's let's relax. Let's, uh, <laughs> yes, I would love to uh, 
catch up with all of you and spend some time with you. I've missed you all very, very much. Sure. Lord Bernhardt says, Ah, well, in that case, uh, I'll be heading to the smoking room. If anyone mm. wishes to join me. He, he goes down here to this door and uh, goes into that room down there. Which, uh, from what you can see peering through the doorway, appears to be a uh, well-appointed and cozy room filled with overstuffed leather chairs, hunting trophies, and uh, lots of mm, sportish items in there. Like riding, riding gear and, you know, various, various things of more masculine pursuits, I guess is the way to put it. <laughs> more masculine pursuits. Right? Ah! From a historical perspective, yeah. And then at that, uh, Lady Magdalene goes this way into this room, uh, which appears to be a sunroom of some form mm -hmm. that is filled with a large collection of musical instruments and a small oh. stage. Oh. So she goes in there. So I'll go ahead and both of those rooms. Do any of these rooms have uh, chairs? Yeah, they all have chairs. Yeah, so Tristan and Duncan go into the smoking room with their father and each find a overstuffed leather chair to sit in as uh, cigars are passed between them. Or, or cigars are rather handed out to each of them. And uh, Lady Magdalene goes into the music room and sits down on one of the benches. And Lise follows. Um, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go with, uh, Annelise and Magdalene. Uh, you guys can stick with me if you want, or you can go to the smoking room with my father. Oh. I'll go with the other men. <laughs> I'm sure you would, Marcus. You're not wrong. I'm not uh, particularly interested in music or smoking. <laughs> well, but I'm interested in knowing what's so, but I am interested in business, in the traditionally speaking. I suppose the Lord may be the person to speak with on that matter. Sounds good. Um, we'll meet up in the main room after we're done discovering things. Um, very well. I will do my best. All right. I believe in you, Lovett. If anyone can do this, I know you can. Thank you. All right. Well, that with turns that... a little bit red. <laughs> With that, uh, Sol goes into the room and stands by Annalise. Okay. Uh, so there's a, a number of benches and chairs in that room sort of spread around in the open space, but it, it seems to be designed for either the uh, practicing and presentation of plays or music. Uh, there is a stage there in the north part of the room, uh, just in front of all the large picture windows that look out into a... Uh, well-groomed rose garden in the back. So beautiful. Very beautiful, by the way. And the room is, of course, appointed with lots of different tapestries and you know, bright, colorful oh, objects. I want to tell Archie to go into the the ballroom area where Lovetta, I mean, where Sol is, and okay. and watch that. Sure. And I'll oh, kind of oh. adjust my little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to adjust my monocle. Uh, Every now and then, so that I can see and hear through his senses, sure. so I can kind of switch back and forth. Okay. <laughs> oh God, I can't do this. I'm so nervous. What's wrong? You're doing fine. <laughs> I'm doing fine. You're the one. You're, you're the one that wanted to hold the key. <laughs> Yay! I'm so glad. Uh, I'm so glad this was not my burden. <laughs> this would have been Vera. Up until the very end, Thanks. it was. I was, this, I was expecting this to be Vera, and uh, it wasn't. I would have just been like, okay, guys, time for me to go. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I think story-wise oh. this works out better, though. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Put you in the, in the in the hot speed. Thanks. I hate um, it. Well, also, <laughs> also, I'm horrible at roleplay, so... <laughs> like, oh, I'd just be dying. I was so I'm glad I could watch Gee, I feel so loved. Hey. Uh, Beardy, I had a question for you. The the is the date the seven hundred date? Is that seven hundred years from when the uh, there was the whatever made the area a desert? Yes. That thought. Yeah, seven sixty two. That was uh, the, their calendar was reset after the cataclysmic event that created the Deadlands. Okay. Why? 
Well, are you putting we are, two, I, are you taking two and another two and putting them together? And making them four. Uh, from, I, I have a theory. They're from the future. A game theory. A See game you next theory. time. Thanks for watching. Telic family of the old Telic house. I've already told everybody else, but I, but essentially my theory is either we are one of two things. One, we are essentially this. We we have not. I don't believe we've been transported through time. What I think what is happening is we are just seeing the ghosts, if if They're you will. Responding to us. I know. I don't. I don't think we've been transported through time. No, we have not. I think it's it, it's more like a holodeck kind of situation, where something was programmed into that key, and it brought us back. It brought us essentially. It is showing us what happened, and I don't think we want to be here too long. Something I have this feeling we should not be here too too long. I think well, something I'm about to happen. What's, what's the worst that could happen? Me dying on the inside. What's the worst <laughs> that could happen? Uh, if you. it's like if uh, much again, you use the holodeck uh, analogy. Uh, you can die on the holodeck if the uh, safeties are taken off. What the Star hell Trek is a holodeck? That's not the oh, worst that could happen. Wow. It's from Star Trek. Yeah. Um, it's just basically a, a, a VR room, but they can they can make physical matter and stuff out of light. <laughs> gotcha. It's like a Steven Universe VR thing. Oh, okay. There you go. Jesus. Wow. Wow, generation My... over here. Jesus. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. But I'm, you... I'm here to bridge the gap. Do, 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 do you want... <laughs> I've just cracked open a little mini bottle of Canadian Club. A premium blended aged uh, Canadian whiskey. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Blended Honey, whiskey? I didn't realize you were... I didn't realize you were poor, Screwy. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> Wait, what have I what have I ever done to give you the air that I have any money? Uh, blended whiskey. My god. Was, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was that bad over there. No, we are gonna be That's going what kids in. do to you. We are going to be coasting in on fumes when it comes to moving. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? That is rough. She I starts know. on the first I meant no of offense, April. obviously. Oh, God, this is awful. <laughs> I told you, Blended's terrible. Oh, Just God, that is... Stick to, that is stick to smoother, cheaper booze anyway, man. I can't stress that enough. Stick to stick to smoother, cheaper booze. Well, no, it was uh, it was included in a uh, gift bag. A little nip bottle. Oh, okay, okay. 50 milliliters. Okay, 50 mil bottle. All right. That's, that's not bad, then. No, it's but a god oh, garbage. Oh, it's, I can still taste it. Ugh. I mean, you did just drink it. I should hope you can still taste it. And if, if, if you drink something and you can't taste it five seconds later, it may not be worth drinking. Unless it's so vile you don't want to keep drinking it. Like, What if it's water? What if it's like Malort or something? Mal- Do you Ooh. taste water five again. seconds after not you drink again. it? Not <laughs> again. Yes. In fact, I taste water almost all the time. <laughs> it's, always, it's in my mouth. Oh god, it's my body! <laughs> it's, I'm drowning! <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay, so... Where were we? Okay, so uh, you okay. guys file into the two separate rooms, and the family begins to attempt to entertain you in some way or another. In the smoking room, you're each handed a cigar, and you sit in an order stuffed leather chair... And Lord Telic will uh, either tell funny stories from his youth, uh, or he'll talk about news of the day. Sometimes uh, Duncan and Tristan will get into a, a slight argument that they end up settling in a short fist fight in the corner. Jesus, so <clears throat> awful. I want to ask him, how old are they, first of all? Probably 17, 18. That's what I thought. Um, I want to ask him about his business what he does how he makes money um yeah what kind of stuff he trades in he blinks a few times and says trades in do you not uh, acquire any finances on the side with business 
Owning land is useful, but it, it can only get you so far. He uh, he chuckles a bit and says, "Oh, my 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 young friend, we have we have not had to do anything like that for quite some time. No, I'm surprised that Caroline had not told you, or that you hadn't somehow heard of us. They don't they don't lower themselves to trade. I guess is a good way to put it. <laughs> He's not quite so blunt about it." But he he does make it clear that they don't have a business, because that would be... Well, what sorts of things do you entertain yourself with? Um, what sort of... Uh, do you see all the like what, do you, like, what does he buy? <laughs> he, he mostly just goes around. Uh, he, he spends his day in leisure, and he hunts when he wants to. Uh, he smokes fine tobacco. Uh, he eats fine food. He raises his family, and uh, he handles any major disputes that come up on his lands. But he's he's been doing this his entire life, and he's well respected and well liked by the peasantry. All right, Levet. So, do we? Did he give us a lighter? Or are we passing a lighter around? Oh no, there's um, there's like uh, strike sticks in the middle of the oh. room on a table, but um, there's also candles sitting around that you can light things on. Like it's it, it, this room is set up for smoking. So there's lots right, of there's... lots of available fire, <laughs> but there's not like a contraption. No, no, okay. no fidgetable contraptions. I'm just gonna adjust my monocle to watch the other room and just kind of check out <laughs> when okay. they start fist fighting. I'm like, all right, I have no. <laughs> so in the other room, um, Magdalene and Annelise go through a, a few things of sheet music and find a few songs and uh, that they would like to sing, specifically ones that that they believe were Caroline's <laughs> favorites. Oh God! And uh, oh God! Oh, oh God! <laughs> so they hand a piece. They hand a sheet music to both uh, Sol and to Vera. Um, okay. Strangely, they seem to ignore Archibald. They they don't hand Archibald uh, sheet music. But it's fine. He probably can't sing. <laughs> He's not the best singer now. But they don't. Yeah, they don't. They don't hand him. Uh, 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 sheet music. They only go to Soul and Vera and hand you each uh, a sheet of music and uh, mm. count down. Uh, they they make, they do a count and then begin to sing uh, the song that's on the that's on the sheet. Okay. So, do we? What yeah. Is, what's the sheet? <laughs> yeah. So it it just seems to be some sort of folk song. You're not really familiar with it, but mm-hmm. booty 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 rocking everywhere. Yeah, something it's, like that. Uh, that's a little <laughs> folk song known what is known as "What I Want" by the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> so, go ahead and give me a perform check, please. Uh, okay. Oh, Bardic so, performance. Yeah. So that's uh, soul would be a uh, perform sing if you have it. Yep. And then uh, Vera, if you wouldn't <laughs> mind, if you do, rolling some, a fail miserably check since you don't have a oh my god yes so net twenty so, so yes. a natural twenty uh, being a twenty seven on the final check. Uh, uh, Vera, if you wouldn't mind giving me a charisma check if you do not have an applicable perform. Yeah, I'll take a, a charisma check, just straight up stat drop, if you don't have a, uh... Okay, that's about how I'd sing it. Okay, uh, Vera <laughs> dropped an 8 with a minus 2 penalty, um, taking her to a 6. Alright, so the, the 4-ish of you, 3.5 of you, I guess I could say, uh, sing the piece beautifully. Um, there's a few points where Vera is too early or too late or sings in the wrong key. Um, but damn it, they're trying. So, yeah. So you guys go through and, and sing this, uh, this piece of music. And actually, Lady Magdalene is very happy with you. Uh, she, she says that you're, you, the Academy must be, uh, is paying dividends already because your performance has improved significantly since the last time you've sang together. Uh, make a perce- um, make a make a perception check, please. Oh shit. Okay. Both of us are just nope, uh, just soul, just soul. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, that was a seven. Okay. You don't notice ten. You don't notice anything else out of the ordinary. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, nothing happened. Yeah. Fuck. So no, nothing okay. happened out of the ordinary there. Okay. Oh god. So back We're in the die. so back in the other room. Um. Things go on, and Lord Bernhardt is talking about random various things. Uh, is there any particular direction you'd like to steer the conversation? Money. 
I want to know. <laughs> I want to. I'm trying Don't to steer be the so conversation. Uncouth. I'm trying to steer the conversation without sure. being too obvious about it towards oh. where he keeps his shit. So that well, hopefully, whenever we leave this this holodeck simulation, we know where to look. Oh my god, that's <laughs> sketch as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Where are your valuables? <laughs> right, but no, that's why I'm. I was asking yeah. about business because I thought, oh, well, he'll have us. If he says, oh, well, we trade in, uh, like meat, I'd be like, all right, there's nothing here of value. Uh, but so, if he's like, if he's like, we're stockpiling silk in the basement and and we're trying to find a way to get rid of it, I'd be like, I've got a way. Just wait a little bit. But so yeah, what I'm gonna ask him about, I guess, mm-hmm. is any kind of fun stuff that he's found about recently or he's recently acquired i'm trying to make it seem cordial and like like i'm trying to get him to tell fun stories but i'm mostly trying to get him to tell fun stories about i'm trying to get him to brag about his shit sure i guess is really what it comes down to no that's fine uh make a diplomacy check since it's something i am okay at please roll well nope Okay. So where do you keep all your nice, valuable stuff, huh? <laughs> so yeah, you you fumble your way through the question, and <laughs> and uh, Lord Lord Bernhardt, he sort of takes the bait, basically. Really. And he goes on and explains a bit about uh, some of his finer objects. He has uh, some valuable paintings, some pieces of pottery. The room that we're in is just covered instruments, basically, and a stage. Yeah, it, uh, it, different musical instruments, a stage, um, and then some, like, tapestries, wall art. It's well-appointed. Like, it's all very fancy. So, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of valuables, I guess, if that's what you guys are looking for. There's a lot of valuable items in that room. Um, and then Lord Bernhardt is, well, goes on like and, and explains that he's got a lot of art objects, pottery, various exotic goods from faraway lands and curiosities that he's collected in his travels. Ooh, I like the idea of curiosities. Really? What sort of curiosities? I'm, well, it's suffice to say I'm curious. Oh, you know, this and that, some things from the Kintao, some things all the way from Protus. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm sure mm. you have some opinion about the matter, but I'll keep mine to myself. No. Gnomes are failure moves from that whole situation. Well, it is a, it is a bloody business, but I'm trying to keep my opinions to myself regarding that situation. Uh, is wise of you. I focus on my studies myself, so... As, of course, does my associate here. Oh, God. Indeed, so... <laughs> oh, God! You, you, met, uh, you met my daughter there at the academy. How did you oh, meet? Oh, God! Did you meet? Um, well, uh, she had recently lost something of hers, uh, and in an effort to, to claim it, I uh, I offered her my my family runs a business, uh, and I offered her a job, and we have been good friends ever since. <laughs> he looks very confused at you. You, you. Offered my daughter a, a job? Well, it was a temporary thing. It was for, uh, you know, a humbling experience. We all understood the, the, the terms of the situation. It was no I would not presume to uh, have your lordship's daughter in, in a long-term position of business. Uh, it was what, what they're saying is it's just for it was just for fun. It was just for her, for your daughter to to see, just to see how the other half. Looks. Oh, I see. So she she was she was making pretend. I oh see. Do I look like a, a male halfling? This is not the first time this happened. Do I look like a Do I look like a male to to you? <laughs> Note to everyone: Lovet is a female halfling. <laughs> Gnome. Gnome. Sorry. <laughs> Apparently everybody knows. Gnome. Half gnome. <laughs> Actually, yes. Got it. Male dwarf. <laughs> male, male dwarf. Got it. Oh, God. Male dwarf. <laughs> well, that is uh, the dragon, my dragonborn paladin. Uh. <laughs> yes, anyways. 
fantastic. She found herself with uh, with extra time and saw the job opportunity and uh, oh. took it. She was tied up at the time with other things, but she found she she, she felt that it was a, a better career move. That's so sweet. To understand. Hmm. Career move. <coughs> well, I, I suppose that those are life experiences that I suppose one could get. Would you not agree that he sort of drifts off in thought? Well, okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Lady Caroline, yes. Please uh, show me around uh, your house. I'd love to see it. Oh, um. Well, if you don't mind, uh, Elise, um, I'm gonna stop by the other room just to spend a little more time with them, and I'll be back in a jiffy. Okay? Of course. Go on. Mm. Okay, by I'll the... be right back. Do I need to take some sort of check for the cigar for smoking that without like? <laughs> Making an ass of myself. Do you, do you yeah. not think that your character would be able to do that? <clears throat> I don't know. I really am not sure. I was hoping the <laughs> dice would decide for me. Oh, feel free then. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. Okay. Well, yeah. You don't. So you don't cough like crazy. Yeah, I guess cigars. Like cigars are probably a thing in Lovett's family that she's used to. All okay. right. <clears throat> I have invited Vera into this room. I, I go out this way, because I'm not going in a smoke room with uh, apiary on my back. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't think of that. I just went through the normal door. I kind of, like, look around like, I thought you were following me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess Archie's going to follow you as well. because he's You all room. missed my wonderful performance, might I tell you. Um, maybe not to leave us. Lord Telic says, oh, you'll have to do a repeat performance after dinner. I would love to hear Of course. It. it would be my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you come into the room yet? No, I'm not going into the room. Oh, you're it's not at all. Room. I thought you'd just leave your apiary out there. Yeah, uh, Beardy, yeah. a question for the father. Does he know of Roderick's monastery? You just want to ask if he knows of it? Yeah, I wanted to. I, I'm I'm trying to get a better picture of where, where when we are. Yeah. Okay. He says, "Of course, I own the land it's built upon." Ah. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't tell them very much about uh, my background. You'll have to forgive me. <laughs> well, I As suppose you, it would it's... make things somewhat more complicated if everyone knew your standing. I know. But it, is, it also is makes it fun. awkward bringing him home, so it's my bad. <laughs> my fault. <clears throat> Sorry. No, that's okay. I, I wasn't helping. Um, it is as you said, though, my lord. Best to keep politics, so to these sort of things. Well, fair. True indeed. I wonder how dinner is coming. Oh, uh-huh. um, would you want me to check upon that? Or. Dear, no. <laughs> this is why we have a servant staff. He, uh, I reaches, know. He reaches for a nearby <laughs> bell and rings it. Uh, a servant finds their way in, this, in, the, in the room within a few seconds, seemingly coming out of almost nowhere. Uh, there's a short exchange between the lord and the servant, and you are all informed that uh, you may take your seats in the dining room whenever you're ready. Hooray! And then the sooner we get through dinner, the sooner I can perform for you. Lord Bernhardt gives you a broad smile at that. Says, cannot wait. So, do I, do I need to do a perception? <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. I actually have a question. Uh-huh. So the cigar didn't choke me up. Did it feel like a cigar? Was there anything weird about that? No, not at all. It, it all felt very realistic. Yeah, I mean, it's it's mm. it's almost as if it's actually happening. Done, done, done. I don't know if it will actually feel our bellies, but then it sounds amazing. <clears throat> Okay. Well, I'm star. <laughs> so the uh, the servants lead you into the room here on the west side of the building, and the telex will take their place along the side of a table that will draw in momentarily. How many seats are on their side of the table? Um, I'm gonna fold up Archie when we're eating. Okay. Wow! Why? Okay, so yeah, there's the table there, 
I have set next to my brother Tristan. Question <coughs> mark. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're they're quite happy to, to have you sitting there. The the Lord and Lady take their places at the far ends of the table, and uh, that leaves up you know spaces on the on the other side for the rest of the party to sit at. As you as you're all sitting there, the uh, serving staff you know weaves in and out of the room uh, with practiced. Uh, precision and, and skill uh, from the door there to the northwest. Um, whenever it opens, you can look in there and see that it's a, a busy kitchen. And uh, they're bringing in various foods. It appears to be a multi-course affair. Yeah, let's see here. <clears throat> so dinner is, of course, a regal affair, and the family must be terribly wealthy to afford such a bounty. Lord Tellick turns the conversation toward current events and mentions that dreadful war taking place to the north. He, uh, as he's going on, he, uh, he does bring up the war and asks what everyone's opinion is on it. Oh, that's all you guys. I'm, I'm part of this family. They should hardly know my opinion. And uh, Gnomes are not a stranger to war, but we have also learned to keep our news out of things that are not related to us as a consequence. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Well, you know us halflings, we're mostly cowards. We like to stay in our little hole. We like to keep to ourselves. This one we never especially. want to be. A, we never want to be a bother. Terribly, uh, myself be myself as a cleric. I, cler- I just want to see the fighting stop. Uh, true, true. It must be nice having such a powerful guardian watching over you and your entire race. Uh, Eden. Eden. Uh, Beardy. Eden, if I'm, Eden, correct? What? Uh, was our, um, I keep forgetting the name. Is it Eden? Yep. Um, Eden. Well, that's the name okay, of the yeah. god, yeah. Eve? Wait, Eve? I thought it was Eve for some reason. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, no, Eden. Eden. Yeah. Well, I reply, well, Eden has good to me, particularly. <clears throat> Just loud, like, <laughs> coughing here and there. Yeah, the, uh, the, the lord looks somewhat confused at your answer, but doesn't say anything. I like look over at Vera. <laughs> it's just like yeah, these just face, at least like, Vera. just the face of like pleading of please don't fuck this up. Well, I ask him. Uh, so, how is the war? You know of ours, our opinions, but what of yours? Not well, to offend. Nominally, we've been supporting the Proteans, but we're mostly. I just wish for this fighting to end. It's it's moved so far south now that it's actually. Some of the fighting is taking place on Telic family land. I'm concerned if it gets much worse, it, well, it may reach us at some point. It's been quite dreadful, to be honest. I mean, don't worry about that. I do not think anything like that is likely. I would hate to have to take the family on a, on a vacation until this terrible thing is done. Well, that might not be a bad idea, Arthur. You know, vacation sounds like a great idea. Uh, you know, who doesn't need to cut Lewis? That's why we bought Caroline here. <clears throat> uh, yes. Um, I know I've been learning a lot at the Academy, and they've actually put me on an accelerated course because of my improvements. Um, really? I give... Yes. The, your, um, uh, uh, Lady Magdalene interrupts and says, Oh, do tell us. Tell us, what, what's something you've learned at the Academy? Um, <laughs> as a person right now, I'm dying so much! Mm. Oh, yeah, fuck. D- uh, please. <laughs> oh, fuck. Your courses um, are so hard. Tell it. You, you very rarely tell us about them. It's not so much about the courses. It's that my um, aptitude in finishing projects and such have been such at a fast pace. They figured it would be best if I graduated early. Early graduation? Mm-hmm. Uh, Which means it's more affordable in the end. Lady Magdalene responds and says, well, The last letter we got from Professor Cornwall was very different than this. Would you... Would you... See, by the way, by the way, I know this is bad for us, but Marcus is just sitting there with a van. Just ear to ear grin. Oh, this is coming back to me so badly. What? Why don't you demonstrate something yeah. that you've picked up at the academy? This uh, is the power of business that doesn't use ping pong balls. 
Or beer. Roll for initiative. Um. <laughs> so, I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. Um. So, no, has anyone really noticed Archie at all since he's come, like, since he's shown up? No. Have they given him any attention? None whatsoever. I'm really tempted to do something. Please do something! <laughs> well, it might not, it might make your situation better, and it might make it much, much worse. I already, I think, I, honestly, I think I know what you're going to do. It's thankful and I support it, because I I'm think gonna, I have an idea of what's going on. I'm going to... Press the little button combination on my sphere, and I'm gonna set it down on the floor under the table. Okay, so uh, Soul is you, going to stand up from the table. Um, you got one minute. <laughs> I have one minute. Oh shit. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I'm gonna take out my lyre. I'm gonna scoot out from the table a little bit. I scoot my seat back. Try mm-hmm. to not be too conspicuous about it. <laughs> okay. um, I, uh, I noticed I the kinda same like, thing. I, like, oh. I kind of um, step by the window to give myself the best lighting, and I start to play a song. God, I'm gonna roll perform with strings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shit. Not bad. Okay. Not uh, bad. Oh God. So, so, so you, you got a fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Not so terrible. You, you play a song on Symphonia's wit, and uh, it's quite lovely. Is that all you do? Um, how long is the song? <laughs> I mean, it can be as long as you want it to be. It's, it's your music. I'm gonna make that at least like a minute long until whatever happens. Stairway to heaven. Okay. So as you're playing the song, um. Uh, Archie uh, <laughs> fully fully deploys under the table, and uh, as his rapid expansion takes place, he sort of bangs his head against the bottom oh. of the table as he's expanding okay. outward, and uh, ends up landing in a prone position, but he does hit the table hard enough that it jumps about an inch off the ground, and then uh, settles back. Does, do the, uh, does anybody take notice? Oh yeah, they take notice, sure. Uh, the, oh, okay. the table the table jumps an inch off the ground uh, right as uh, Soul finishes their song. And uh, through most of the performance, <laughs> the, the family was somewhat confused as to what you were doing. But after the table jumped, uh, uh, Magdalene and uh, uh, Bernhardt both uh, jumped to their feet and started plotting. <laughs> and Soul, like, looks very, like, pleased as Peaches and, yeah. like, looks over at Lovette and... Like, does this, like, little, like, nod shake where it's, like, the whole body's kind of bouncing a little bit, and their hands are, like, together in this, like, you know, um, the, the writhing of hands where it's, like, yay! <laughs> but all internalized. Or respond with a double thumbs up. And then from <laughs> under the table, you hear this. Oh, no, no. I'm gonna... <laughs> Hop anyway. down from my seat and tend to Archie. Uh, you, see, okay. you see sorry, Archibald but, uh, rubbing their head. I thought that I thought you would be not tables at the table. Sorry. If I'm honest, I saw um, what he was doing. So and I thought I thought I'm... he'd like phase through the table. <laughs> I thought it would knock did, the whole uh, thing over. When Lovette goes down to like check on Archie, I'm like trying to like make sure their eyes are on me, and I say thank you, thank you. I'm so glad to have been able to finally show that. I've been working so hard, and I know as time goes on, it'll become even better. So, uh, make a perception check. Only soul. Okay. Let's do this. Please, please, please. Thank you. That was a 20. Okay. You got a 17 with a a, uh, 3 bonus, getting you to a 20. Yeah. Um, So, everyone in the room is very pleased with you. Um, You can see that they're all uh, very happy with you. Um, for an instant, though, Annalise's expression drops completely, like, becomes completely, oh. like, like null. Like, her face just kind of goes slack, almost, for a moment. Like, like all life fades from her face for just a, a split second. And then she goes back to, like, smiling and, and applauding. That's, That's not what I was expecting. No. Okay, uh, <clears throat> so, um, with that... 
I go back to sit down with everyone. I said, and since I've been your appetizer for the evening, let us now enjoy this lovely feast. All right. Well, at that, the, uh, the, there's, you know, an array of food displayed before you that's of extremely high quality. And, that, you know, depending on your backgrounds, this may or may not be the best food you've ever had in your life. Oh, definitely it's not. It's okay. Is it, uh... <laughs> Is is do we have any choices in courses or anything? Uh, I mean, like individual choice. Like, there's there's the courses change every ten minutes or so. New right. dishes. Well, like, like Lovett's gonna ask if they have anything with seafood. Sure. Yeah, they 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 do. Hmm. All right. There's there are seafood courses throughout the meal, but uh, let's say the the whole thing's about a twelve course affair. <laughs> uh, with Various things, like there's a stuffed apricot course, there's a, a lemoned prawn, there's a salmon course, there's two different veal courses. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a thing. It is it is a, a marathon of a meal. Uh, and, you know, you're all free to dig in as much as you want. So, time passes, and uh, conversation is held over the meal. And at no point does anyone give any real indication of the specifics of the academy that you're attending. God they damn only it. ever refer to it as the academy. And the best you, the best sense you can get is apparently um, Caroline had not been doing a fantastic job at school. So they they all kind of just ask a few more times if you're sure you're not in trouble for being here right now. And that if your studies are going all right. Uh, I'd probably insist that I had realized that I was doing bad on my family and that I really tried to buck in and study as hard as I could and I really proved myself in the meantime. Oh, they're just, they're all just so proud of you. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying on the inside. Okay, um, so, uh, unless anyone has any other business at, at dinner, uh, we can move past, if you'd like. Yeah, sure. And um, only Soul knows about the like, weird whatever happened. Yeah, Soul's the only one that noticed um, uh, Annalise's momentary shift. I don't know how to. Yeah, I, I. I don't know how to go about any of this. I'm dying. Oh God. All right. You're doing fine. Do not worry about it. <laughs> I kind of, like, reach my hand down to Lovette just to, like, want something to hold. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping oh. that she'll, like, hold my hand for a second. Well, I'll try, but I don't know if my little arms will reach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh... I, I guess I'll, I will reach until I get to that point, which or until, like, like my chin is up against the table. No, I'm Play sorry. Footsies. I'm not looking at the map. I kind of meant, like, <laughs> that she... Like went next to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, the table. I, we were done with dinner. <laughs> but yeah, oh, the, okay. the the table the table is actually fairly large. It's uh it's like eight feet wide and twenty feet long, and it's solid wood. Oh, Jesus so Christ! It's yeah, my my arm would never reach. Uh, all right. So uh, dinner wraps up, and uh, once again, this time the entire family wants to go into the music room, have a little bit of after dinner music. Yay! I'm so happy. I, I like before like as soon as everyone leaves the room No Lovett, come back Like I'm like slowly falling behind but once everyone's in the other room I lean over I'm like got another one of those tricks Please Um I can try and sync something up real quick. Okay. I'm gonna play a song for them. Um improvise how long do you need? Um, and mostly minutes. I can do more than that. And okay. I, Soul starts to walk forward. Because Soul figures at least that'll give you plenty of thinking time, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> they say, um, first things first, uh, let's have, uh, let's have a bit of a talent show, shall we? A little impromptu talent show? And, uh, that's what, that's what Lord Bernhardt says, and Lady Magdalene thinks that's a, a spectacular idea. Let's have a little talent show. 
So oh boy, you're on your own now. Uh, so, so I got to come on my ass. So Lady <laughs> Lady Magdalene wants to have uh, first first go at it, and what she does is she takes her seat at a piano in the corner of the room, mm. and she begins to play some music. Um, the actual composition is something that Sol, you went to a bardic school, right? Uh, yes, in a way. In a way. <laughs> Uh, no way. You've actually never heard this composition before. It's it's it doesn't oh. it's, it sounds new. That means I can use something she hasn't heard before. <laughs> so yeah, there's uh there's yeah, that's true. And you can play a lot of your music that they're not familiar with. But uh uh yeah, you hear this composition and it's like nothing you've heard before. It's it's haunting and beautiful. <laughs> uh and she's an excellent pianist. Mm-hmm. He is actually like taking immense mental notes of the composition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Is there any way I could roll to memorize this? Oh, absolutely. So, uh, first thing, you would give me a, uh, a perform check. Uh, performance. Perform um, keyboard if you have it. Keyboard, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so you, get, a... you definitely get the gist of it. And also give me an intelligence check. Okay. And a wisdom oh, intelligence. Well, technically, wi- sorry, memory is tied to wisdom. So give me a wisdom check instead. Is it really? Yeah, it is. So, uh, yeah. Also, yeah. I, I grabbed my apiary. Okay. Yeah, you have it with you. That's fine. Uh, all right. So she oh, she boy. plays the, the music. You uh, get a pretty decent sense of it. So you think you could probably reproduce at least the the gist of it, and and so maybe put your own stank on it and make it yours. I hope there is. Fucking talent show is just bees! Have bees! <laughs> bees! You get a bee! You get a bee! We all get bees! So, uh, so Magdalene finishes and, uh, the rest of the family gives her a nice round of applause. Then it is, uh, Tristan and Duncan's turn. Uh, they step out to the center of the room and they each get a rapier and they, uh, they fence. These guys oh, are cool. so stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You silly. See, such a bunch of meatheads. They're they're actually not bad at fencing. This... To be honest, they're they're fairly uh, fairly skilled from what you can see. It seems they must do this a lot. <laughs> uh, but after a few minutes of them fencing, <laughs> it's clear that Duncan is the superior fencer. Uh, is he... Duncan older? Duncan, yeah, yeah he appears is. to be about a year older than Tristan. Uh, and Duncan uh, performs a feint that Tristan falls for, and uh, Duncan gives him a good uh, slap with the flat uh, side of the rapier, Ooh. Ha, ha. Uh, which ends their their spar. They get another round of applause from the rest of the family and go back and take their seats. Sol is clapping. <laughs> uh, and Lise steps into the center of the room, and okay. uh, she rubs her hands together and like her she closes her eyes. Holds her hands out to her, holds her hands out to her sides, and uh, has a look of fierce concentration with her eyes closed. For a moment, you're not sure if anything's happening at all, and then uh, a, a mode of light appears in the air about a foot in front of her, uh, hovering at about eye level. Uh, it flashes into existence, dances around, takes on the form of a butterfly, uh, flaps around. Uh, a figure eight pattern a few times around the room and then uh, cascades into multicolored sparkles uh, that cascade to the floor and vanish. Uh, Beardy. What? Can I do a, uh, uh, could I do a spell check and see if I can utilize that? Yeah, it it was some form of minor illusion spell. Okay. Uh, Part of me wants to upstage her, but I I think they might find that as rude. (laughs) And they uh, they give her uh, some applause, and she goes back and sits down. I'll go next. Yeah, go for it, Marcus. Unless, uh, uh, Lord unless... Like you. Marcus, uh, I think you're confused. <laughs> this is an Italian show. <laughs> <laughs> you shush, you. Uh, I asked the Lord, tell me, uh, do you happen to have any flowers or plants that are wilted at the moment? They look by around... the Lord. You mean the... okay? Yeah, they. Um... Not really. It's not really. Their, their house is in immaculate. Like, it's in perfect condition. <sighs> Maybe you should bring dead things around you more often. I have you with us, don't I? 
Um, <laughs> damn. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let me check my spells list. Does anybody have any cuts or bruises? Jesus. Everyone seems to be You're killing me. Everyone seems to be in pretty good shape. Archibald hit his head. <laughs> Fine. He's got a. <laughs> no. Ah, <laughs> uh, Beardy, you're killing me here. <laughs> I mean, if you if you'd like, let's say that uh, during the sparring, uh, Tristan Tristan took a little scratch with the rapier. Thank you. Would that make Thank you feel better? You. That would actually. That. You really had to beg the DM for this. <laughs> I did not have to beg. Trying not to like Are... openly laugh. Like she's got Mark... both hands over her mouth and her face is bright red. Marcus, make make the pony. <laughs> I kind of want to. See, I want to, but that would be upstage and elite. Too. <laughs> Fine. Fine. You know what? Fine. Beardy, <laughs> yeah. summon the fucking pony. All right. You, uh, Why were you asking if anyone was cut? Fuck it. <laughs> summon the fucking pony. All right. So you uh, you cast Summon Monster 1, and you summon a Celestial Pony for one round. Uh, let me go ahead and remove that from your memorized spells for the day. All right, you cast some monster one. A pony appears in the room, dances around six for six seconds. seconds, and then vanishes. Yay! The uh, the family is very happy with that when they give you a round of applause. So who is next? Are you next? Am I next? That doesn't necessarily Fine. seem to be an I'll... exact order to this. So, sir, just whichever you feel comfortable with. Go. Okay. All right, I'll walk up. So, who has any scratches or cuts or bruises? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean really Even damn you! <laughs> so I, I'm gonna a uh, pox, wave Archie a over. pox on you, I say. I'm gonna kind of summon Archie to my side. Okay. All right. I say you see this contraption here, and I po- point to him. They look confused, and okay, cool. They don't. Uh, so uh, I I look like is there any like chairs that aren't being used or uh, candlesticks or any liftable objects. Sure, there's there's chairs, benches, right. musical instruments hanging on the walls, various things like that. Pick something up and wave it around. Okay. Uh, Archibald, you know, he, he gives you a, a... And he goes over and uh, picks up a loot off the wall, waves it around, and everyone in the room begins to applaud. Wait, that's great. Yeah, I, I know exactly how that works. But I'm not uh, you. Uh, Bern, Bernhardt leans over to Magdalene and says, "That gnome didn't even cast a spell." No, it's a it's a trick of the mind, you see. Uh, yeah. Oh, we've heard that. We've heard stories of gnomes and their special magic, but we've never seen it before. Oh, it's going places. Trust you and me. This might be a little uh, ahead of your time, but just Soul has their like face in their hands, just like. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm dying. All right, this is going to be quite the title card. Yeah, I will. There's a lot of uh, interesting options already. Soul, make another perception check, please. Aye aye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're I've never rolled this. this bad ever. Right. You know, you never I'm not going to lie. I think you're going to be the death of us. Yeah. This is going to be a TPK because no, you so, can't see what's going so that, on. That was a five, uh, and you don't notice anything uh, out of the ordinary. Okay, so Vera, you take center <laughs> Do you stage. Notice some... I, your I fingers have what... more wrinkles than you thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will use turn my familiar. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you activate your swarm ability. I, I do it more towards Marcus, so it's not like we're close to everyone, because I don't want to. Despite that, I'm still like backing further into my corner. I'm just like leaned up into the wall. My head is in my neck. Alright, I am taking my familiar uh, Hummel and I'm turning him into a swarm. Uh huh. And then I'm going to 
have this wall of bees uh, go in, back into my apiary and dispel the swarm. So you open your uh, apiary and Hummel comes out. You use the feckin' familiar <clears throat> ability and change Hummel into a swarm of bees. Uh, they fly around the room for a bit and then re- return to the apiary after a... Because they, they, they do stay within a uh, certain amount of space. Right. Says. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they fly around at your direction for a little while and then return to the apiary. It is a uh, brilliant display of animal control, and uh, everyone in the room is very impressed by it. Hey. <laughs> Not everyone. Oh, snap. I mean, she's seeing you do this stuff now. She's kind of impressed. She's like, oh, cool, be then. Have, oh, have you? I've, nev- I've never done this before. Well, no, Mara I guess. I haven't well, done this yet. Have uh, your bees come out yet? <laughs> no. Uh, Lily, all oh. you've ever seen is the apiary, them, right? Like go into a coma. <laughs> well, I guess I would be a little freaked out though. Still, that would yeah, be my just, main response. You just watch one bee become ten thousand and then return back into one bee. And more importantly, the room was filled with ten thousand bees. <laughs> yeah, but they did stay in one large, almost like contiguous wall. swarm, which is very interesting to see. But not much less terrifying. No, it's still terrifying. Like Vera's super, super cool. Almost. Soul isn't affected by this whatsoever. They're, they're not affected by the fact that there's a ton of bees. They don't like it. But... <laughs> so the, uh, I'll say then that the NPCs in the room were very impressed by it, and they give you a, a, a round of applause. Oh, I'm not trying to be. Is that really what matters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if you get the NPCs' affection, yeah, that's the only thing that matters. Come on, this is this is D and D, guys. Come on, yeah. that's what we're here for. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> It's my turn. Alright, so I'm gonna use one of my spells. I'm gonna use Fascinate, which I think I can use because we're not in battle, right? Uh, yeah, I believe that is uh, the case. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna use Fascinate, and I'm also gonna have Dancing Lights. I'm gonna have, like, really pretty lights, like, all around me, and I'm gonna be performing mm-hmm, a song mm-hmm. with my instrument. But with the instrument itself... It's going to. I'm going to be using alter musical instrument throughout the song, uh-huh. so it kind of makes a whole like composition on its own while I'm playing it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you should have done this for dinner. <laughs> okay. I did something else for dinner. So in that case, uh, I guess I'll just need one performed from you then. Okay. Okay. So you're singing a 13, uh, and then you're playing, you said you're playing on your lyre, then you're going to shift it into different instruments as you play? Yes. Okay, so go ahead and... But it's still the same instrument, technically, it just sounds different. Okay, so go ahead and give me a strings performance as well, then. Excellent. Yes! Okay. Okay. Alrighty, so that is a 20 on that. Um, You go through and you... You per- do a song that goes along with a performance that on strings, and it also shift and become various different instruments as you play, and it's... The lights will, like, change color with the music, oh, too. Glorious. All right, yeah, your dancing <laughs> lights add an extra dimension to the performance, and, uh... It... Levette is so entranced by this. And the, and the fascinate also, uh, you know, it's it's helping. So if everyone in the party could make a will save, please. Uh, everyone except for Soul. Everyone God except. Damn it. I knew it. Everyone except for Soul. Beautiful. Ooh. Yay! I'm strong-willed. I saw it land on the twenty and then roll to the fucking two. Okay. okay. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Tell me about it. I've been making terrible rolls all night. Okay. So you have uh, to. Cute. It's karma. <laughs> All right. So, Lovette and Marcus, you both think that it's a tremendously great uh, song and experience. Uh, Vera, I I don't ever like to tell people how they feel. Right? It's not the DM's job <laughs> to tell a player how they how to feel. Uh, so feel free to ignore this or to change it if you'd like. But I would like to believe that Vera has been moved uh, emotionally by <laughs> oh this <my> experience. <laughs> Is this why you? Won't, this is, can be your thing. Why you stick with the party? It's because you're so fucking 
You're like, <laughs> oh, hammered. Oh my god, I, I was wrong the whole time. <laughs> no, well, you, you can you, be like, you're one of the cool ones. No, you, you don't have to feel that way at all, but I'm just letting you know that it, it, it is a spectacular performance. They, they wouldn't admit it, but they definitely enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> Alright, now what happens is um, the song winds down, and uh, at the final note that is played, like your, your, your instrument is shifted back into a lyre, and you're giving it the mm-hmm. final strum as you sing the final word of the song. And as you do... <laughs> there is a flash of light. Oh. Unlike the, the one that brought you here, though, uh, this one seems to be coming from somewhere. It's not, it's not, like, it, it's not like everything around you has become white light like, like had previously happened. This is a very fast flash of white light that comes in through the windows. Oh, Which no. window? No, the windows to the north. Where Marcus Where is! The, the, big, the, big, the big picture windows that, uh, that look out uh, over the rose garden to the north. Screwing, we need to a new character. Uh, so the, the flash of light uh, um, happens and everyone's sort of confused and they look out. As you look out through the north windows, you can see something it's it's sort of weird it's almost it looks almost like a mushroom but it's miles away oh, i knew it god damn it i knew it now i'm really sad duck in cover oh my god it it's strange um, it Archibald. it appears it appears Archibald. to be moving slowly like it's slowly getting taller and broader uh but it, it sort of has a, a neck like a mushroom. It's very weird looking. Um, but it's it's almost at the edge of the horizon. It's very far away. But uh, you get the sense that, that something very bad has just happened. Lovett, is yes. Archie able to cover us at all? All of us? Like a big... From that, uh, <clears throat> I don't think anything is going to really cover us from that. It's pretty far away. I don't think that matters. Um, Does he have a cellar? Well, I'll try. So, yes. Mother, can we go downstairs? Uh, to the they, cellar. He uh, he he looks around. They look sort of confused. Like, what is that? What's going Do on? Do you have a focus? Do you have a cellar? Well, yes. Go. So we need to go now. The, uh, the we need to go now. The ground begins to shake, as as if something like an earthquake almost, and then all at once. <laughs> There is an enormously loud boom noise that takes place uh, that actually shatters all of the glass inward in oh this room and uh, and cascade shards of glass. So I'd like everyone to make a reflex oh. save, please. Okay. I want to uh, tackle Soul down. Oof. Now let's see how the reflex saves work that out. Uh, yeah. But that I'm is good. Oh, of course. I got a net 20. Okay. Um, yeah, so go, go ahead, Leve. Reflex, uh, here we are. Yeah, it looks like um, right. Soul is... Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so, we, yeah. so we have uh, Marcus rolling, uh, getting an 8, uh, Vera getting a 9, Leve getting a 2, and uh, Soul getting a 26 on their reflex saves. <laughs> so, Soul, uh, you see a foot-long shard of glass spinning at you in slow motion, and you're able okay. to take you're able to take a step to the side as it spins past you and embeds itself into the wall behind you. Well, nice. the okay. rest of the room, <laughs> the rest of the room is not so lucky. I, I, I'm figuring if I'm diving to knock. Uh, soul out of the way, and Soul successfully dodged a huge thing. Yeah, <laughs> is that probably it landed in me? Wouldn't have. Not quite. You're you're not on that <laughs> no, side. Okay. So luckily, luckily you're you're safe from that. But there is enough other shards of glass flying through the air that uh, everyone is going to take three points of damage. Uh, everyone but Soul, rather. So uh, did Archie need to roll? Uh, yeah, go ahead and give Archibald uh, Archibald Ooh. rather a, uh, a reflex hit. Yeah, he, he'll take I can't see what that is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, five. Okay, so uh, shards of glass move through the area, and uh, you see it's cut up uh, everyone in the room, including the uh, the other people, um, fairly badly. Some uh, 
Lady Magdalene is screaming. Uh, Annalise is looking around confused. Uh, Tristan doesn't know what to do, and Duncan <clears> is <throat> grabbing a hold of people and trying to pull them out of the room to safety. Uh, oh. I say downstairs now. I grab Annalise and I'm also her. like, ow. This is, uh, <laughs> this is the first time I've taken damage. Uh, so, while I'm like trying I'm like... to run out, I yell to Archie and I say, grab Levette. Alright, so uh, the group finds itself in the main hall uh, as they're shuffling the NPCs out of that room. Uh, as they do, I gotta move everyone out of the main, uh, out of the music room. Uh, so in the main hall, There and there. Yeah, that works. Okay. So, um, you guys are in this room, and the the rumbling in the ground has gotten significantly worse since that point. You can hear a snapping noise. It, it appears to be the sound of wood breaking. Um, as you look up, you can see there's a huge timber going across the ceiling, uh, one of the main supports of the house. Uh, it is snapped in two. <coughs> And it is currently dropping down. Shit. Lord Bernhardt sees it, uh, and it's dropping straight down on top of uh, Lady Magdalene. Uh, he sees it and pushes her out of the way and uh, is struck by it himself. Um, no! You don't, you're not 100% certain, but that that is absolutely a fatal wound. Like that, there's there's no coming back. Oh from that. no! So uh, oh, he's, he's not technically true, but oh well. What's that? I mean, uh, I do have that uh, the the what do you call it spell? Uh, to, oh God! Anyway, so someone's dead. Oh, you don't. You yeah, don't, you don't have anything to bring someone back from death. Yeah, oh, he's dead. Dead. Yeah, he was he was crushed by he's a not, massive. You mean he's not support beam. mostly dead? No, he's not mostly no. dead. He's he is entirely dead. So a a huge support drops on him and uh, crushes him. Lady Magdalene begins to scream. In terror, Annalise is crying. The two brothers are, are are scared out of their minds as to what's going on. And all at once, that uh, go ahead and give me another perception check, Soul. Four. Oh, Just not perceptive. You are the... perceiving. Ah, you're killing us here. Can we get can we get a mulligan Sorry, on that one? I only got a ten. Mulligan. Why? Can I get it's like a... an extra roll, please? <laughs> no, no, it's it's fine, it's fine. Uh, so Annalise walks up to you, uh, Sol, puts a hand on okay. your shoulder, looks you dead in the eye, and says, "Who are you?" Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music, and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or, if you want to support the podcast to be part of the Czech Republic, go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time. <laughs>